Greetings. You're listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast, and this is episode 88. Greetings everyone. I hope you are managing to keep your spirits up as we creep ever closer to the end of 2020, which went from January, February, quarantine, December. In effect, giving us a four-month year. This week, I want to build on the discussion we had last week, with this week focusing on why 2021 is the year you should be planning a trip to visit an African country. There are so many hidden impacts of a coronavirus fueled year that I don't think we realise just how much we have been emotionally scarred and impacted by the effect of a corona fueled environment. And when you carry those kinds of emotional scars, just like going to your parents' home for a dose of mum's kitchen table sensibilities and some home-cooked food in the process, visiting an African country in a planned and organised way can have the same effect, sort of like rescuing you from the harsh emotional and psychological environment that has been created by coronavirus conditions and the harsh environment that is yet to come. Because believe me, when Western countries start looking for people to blame for the situation these countries find themselves in, we are going to be top of the list when everyone emerges from their lockdown state. It doesn't take a genius to work out that the press and their owners will be gearing themselves up to play to the extreme base instincts of their people in a bid to push their narrative of other not being welcome in their spaces and other being the cause of the economic strife Western countries will surely find themselves in when they start to weigh up who has to pay and how much everybody has to pay for the impact of the coronavirus. There will be no getting away from this narrative and it will be pushed relentlessly in an overt way by the press and in a subtle, common-sense, racist way by the government and its allies. How do we know this? We only have to look at the way the government and its media allies have played out the deportation of people born in Jamaica and how our people have been deported back to Jamaica on rendition flights, with one radio station calling all the captives on the planes paedophiles, when we know that if you or your families have ever been caught up in this thing, the people whom the planes are really carrying are the so-called low-hanging fruit. That is, people who came to the UK as children during the Windrush era and beyond and are now unable to prove they have a right to remain in the UK. 
And the press and media agencies can get away with this kind of scandalous behaviour because we don't own our own independent media, which can tell the reality of our existence in these Western countries, because that's what it is, an existence. So we're forced to listen to their racist, jingoistic nonsense while our people are treated like the scum of the earth. Yes, they may have committed offences, but if they're born here or if they're British citizens by virtue of the membership of the Commonwealth, which our home countries were at the time, then it's the same as not attempting to trace the origins of Europeans who commit crimes in this country back to Australia or back to Ireland or back to New Zealand or back to wherever they say their origins were but happen to have been in the UK by virtue of being members of the Commonwealth. They're not deported back to their home countries. Why is this a punishment left for our people? Why? We have to put up with this kind of treatment and have to then manage the impact of this and other things on our psychologies. So when the onslaught begins, I would love for us to have an alternative narrative that we can run in our heads that puts a smile on our faces and for which we are planning to make real. And that narrative should be about taking the opportunity to get away from this hotbed of hatred and blame that is served up with so-called opportunities that are really just crumbs which are served up to embed our undervalued status. I want us to want more for ourselves and the only way this is going to happen is if we take our destiny into our own hands and break out of the norm to leave Western countries and visit home. Visit an African country where without a doubt you will be welcomed and you will be made to feel at home. I'm not saying that things are perfect in African countries, because they're not. But if we can live with the imperfections here, then we can manage the imperfections there and do our bit to try to uplift the state of affairs we find. Now, I know what is fed to us about visiting Africa is all about scaremongering. So when planning to visit Africa, you don't have to do this on your own. And indeed, I would advise that you don't do it on your own, simply because an organised trip means that those who need to travel on their own can meet others in the same situation and explore a chosen country in a supportive and organised way. And also for everyone else who's traveling, you get an experience that ensures your safety and ensures your needs are met. Because just as I wouldn't just pick up myself and say I was traveling to a country where I'd never been to before without completing the necessary checks. So it should be for any country you visit. We are not invincible and our life is precious and therefore we should take time with it no matter where we visit. So with this in mind, I've been exploring some organised ways in which you can visit the continent of Africa. Now, unfortunately, COVID has put down all the various UK 2020 black tour operators that were very much present 12 months ago. So already 
I will have to come back to this topic later in 2021 when those tour operators resume their services. That said, I don't think I've seen a single organised tour in 2020 from anyone. So that shouldn't come as a surprise. Everyone is going to have to resume their game in 2021. But that's not to say that in 2021 things won't pick up because I think they will. And by way of sharing with you what's on offer, I'll be looking at two of the best black run tour operators who will definitely be running tours to the African continent in 2021. What's important to say now is that our people are slowly waking up and coming round to the understanding of the importance of visiting the African continent as part of our healing, as part of our awakening, as part of our realignment and as part of our journey towards our own liberation and self-determination. And one of the most organised companies who work to fulfil this path for hundreds of Africans every year, is a company called Black and Abroad, which is based in America. Now, I first mentioned Black and Abroad all the way back in episode 16 of the podcast. That's 72 episodes ago, when the focus in that episode was similar to this one, on redefining the racist go-back-to-Africa narrative. That was in July 2019, and since then, Black and Abroad have grown to be one of the most highly recognised and respected tour organisers for African people, organising tours to Ghana, Senegal, South Africa and Tanzania. This company runs a very slick affair, mainly for African Americans travelling to Africa, but that doesn't stop Africans from other parts of the Western world from linking up with Black and Abroad in the actual country. Black and Abroad produced a video, for example, of their tour to Ghana in 2019, which you'll remember was the year of returning Ghana. I've put a link to that video at the bottom of the show notes where you're listening to this podcast. So if you watch the video... You can get a flavour of how things went down. One of the best messages to come out of the video is that Black and Abroad find a way to include experiences that make travellers feel like family when travelling in that particular African country. When you watch the video, you can see that every inch of the time was used to immerse travellers in that real, authentic African experience. And even though African people in our African countries have learned to play up to tourists, which after all we are when we go on those kinds of trips, they have to do this because this is what happens when your ability to eat becomes intertwined with tourism. But even though this happens, there is still something more that is given in the warmth and authenticity of the exchanges between continental African people and African descent people on the trip. And it's in that warmth where the seeds of living your best life in Africa are sown and plans to return in a more formal way, well, it's where those plans begin to bear fruit. The second phenomenal tour operator I want to talk about 
is one which I have personally travelled with, and that is Kemet Nu, which is also based in America. Actually, it's in Dallas. The mission of Kemet Nu is to promote African historical consciousness using visual, documented, inspirational and educational lectures, tours, videos and audio. And I can say that I have invested in all of these with Kemet Nu. Kemet Nu is run by the unapologetically African family of Baba Ashra Kwesi and Mama Mary Ra Kwesi. And Kemet Nu runs tours to Egypt and Ethiopia every year. My sister and I took our children on an Egypt or Kemet tour in 2008 with Kemet Nu. And as a family, we travelled with 11 members on that tour. The tours last 15 days and you will travel to all of the key sites across Kemet. This is a fantastic tour about which I have many memorable moments. But by far, one of the best moments was seeing the look on my children's faces when they saw the Heru Am Eket, which is more commonly known as the Sphinx. When they saw this colossal structure for the first time, the look of amazement on their faces and knowing that their ancestors built it is something that will stay with me and them forever. Those kinds of memories last a lifetime and make journeys like this worth every penny of what it costs to take 11 members of a family on tours of this magnitude. We ended up making our own arrangements to get to Kemet, but when we got there, we were met at the airport by the tour operator representatives and we were shepherded and truly looked after until we got to the hotel where we met up with the rest of the group, which numbered about 40 people. And those 40 people were made up of family groups and single people traveling on their own. So if you're a single or sole traveler, you are going to be okay. The trip is also all inclusive. Now on that trip, we were treated like royalty wherever we went. And this was something my children had never experienced before. Our tour guides, for example, would tell the Europeans who were inevitably blocking the way to move out of the way because royalty were coming through. My children, they're all adults now, but they still remember this and the sense of pride it gave them. I will also never forget the tallness with which my children walked around the various sites in Kemet because they knew their ancestors had built those monuments. And 12 years later, my children, who are all grown-ups now, still talk about this trip, a trip that they made with their family. It is a trip of a lifetime, and you will pay trip of a lifetime money to go on this trip. But I kid you not, no stone is left unturned, to make this trip one of the most all-inclusive, worth every penny, phenomenal trips you will ever go on when visiting an African country. And that is why every year this trip is sold out with African descent people travelling from all over the world to meet up with Kemet Nu to take this trip with them. 
both Ashraquasi and Meriraquasi have also become great friends of ours in the UK, and we've hosted them on several occasions to share their fantastic knowledge of Kemet with us. Me, I love them to the max, and if I had the time, this would be a trip that I would take every year. In 2021, there will be two tours of 15 days each. The first will be from the 26th of June to the 10th of July, and the second from the 11th of July to the 25th of July. If you want to see how the trip looks and you want information about the itinerary, I've included a website link to Kemet New in the show notes. Again, scroll down and hit the link and it will take you to the website. Now, I've also included a link to a video of my family walking down to another of the greatest monuments you will ever see anywhere in Africa. I won't spoil it for you. Just click the link to watch the video and tell me whose monument you see in the video. I hope you love it as much as we did. Now, I remember when I went on the tour with Kemet New, one of the briefings we had was about putting our condition into one side and being able to relax, knowing we were in safe hands. And this is so true and so needed. The need to know that when you arrive in an African country, that you will be safe is not about an automatic belief that you will be eaten by savages or robbed or anything else but more about the need to remove the racist and negative conditioning from our minds that we've been force-fed by Western cultures, who whilst telling us to go back where we came from, at the same time do everything to keep us in Western countries, to provide our labour to fulfil their low-waged economies. I've spoken to countless numbers of people since I started travelling around Africa and the main question I have been asked is, was I scared about being in Africa? And although I answered the question and said no, because I wasn't scared at the time, I am always reminded about why that question is asked so often. As I referenced earlier, the media plays a role in shaping our perceptions about each other and about our communities and about our home countries and also about what is possible for us to achieve. And that for me makes the media public enemy number one for its negative depiction of Africa regardless of the positive stories of entrepreneurship, of creativity and innovation that you will find all over the continent. We continue to be constantly force-fed images of famine, disease and war, supported by Western education systems whose job it is to teach about Africa as if Africa is a country with very little to offer and then to coach us into feeling embarrassed about having any relationship to Africa. Meanwhile, if you go to the continent, you will find Europeans all over the continent securing their economic interests and doing so against the interests of the people, often helped by some of the leaders that we have in our African countries. And this always reminds me of a statement made by Baba Ashraquasi, 
when you feel scared about going to visit an African country. Baba Ashraqwazi from Kemet Nu says that they, meaning Europeans, they know something about Africa that they don't want you to know and don't want you to know about yourself. And that is why you should go there. From where I sit, I say burn anything that prevents you or stops you or hinders you from seeing the African continent as a place you must visit. And indeed, I've shared information about two of the best black-owned and black-run tour operators who understand what African descent people need when we are traveling to African countries. And both companies are putting in the work to completely destroy these negative and life-limiting narratives. And I, for one, couldn't be happier about this because the more we travel to the African continent, and the more of us that travel to the African continent, the more we can focus on recentering ourselves, yes, but also playing our part in providing the skills, knowledge, innovation and experience needed to uplift by lifting our people up as we climb. So if you're thinking about how to make 2021 memorable, Think about taking an organised trip to an African country or alternatively, if you're someone that wants a more in-depth, best life plan about visiting Africa, there's a route to achieving that too. Put in last week's podcast episode and this week's episode together, I also want you to think seriously about how you can finance your trip using your skills, hobbies, passions and experiences. And if this podcast episode has lit that spark in you or has given you ideas about visiting an African country or starting your own side hustle as a route to achieving your best life plans to visit, long stay or live in an African country or a hot black country of your dreams, then I invite you to purchase a copy of the Start Your Business Workbook and Planner which is the best starting point for the ordinary person that is on the market right now. The book comes with a free Start Your Side Hustle coaching program, of which the next classes will start in January 2021, with the aim of supporting you to start your side hustle by April 2021, if this is what you want to do. Remember, new money is the route to buying back our freedom and changing our life plans so that those plans work in our interests. You'll find the links to purchase the book at the bottom of the show notes where you're listening to this podcast. And remember that the book is all you need to get into the free coaching classes. If you're listening to this podcast and you like what you hear, then please remember to like and share the information about the podcast and to leave a review on iTunes or anywhere else where you're listening to this podcast. The more people we can reach, the more people will be able to engage with the podcast and its content. The final thing I want to say is to remember that real change comes from plugging into inspiration 
to carve out the action steps you need to guide you towards your liberation. Now, it's time to get free. You've been listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast. My name is Dr. Asha. And until next week, I'm 